Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, August 25th. Thank you guys for getting up early with us and joining us as we hit the middle of the week. Thank you also for all your texts this morning. You can check in by shooting us a text at 702-364-9400. We have Kirkland checking in this morning. So is Husker Bob, Melissa, Francis, Rick, Diane, and Sarah, Turtle and Booble, Jan, Rudy, Sandell, Jim in Michigan, Angela, Deborah, Cujo, Tap is checking in. So is Wayne, Jessica, Scott, Jay, Marcus, Maria, Jeremiah, and Nelsie also checking in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. We have Mike. We have Michelle Martin. Jay is checking in this morning. So is Ryan and Gina. So thank you for that. How you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Driving into work. So exit 215, always exit uh, Buffalo. And as I'm getting off the 215, look ahead at the, the stoplight there to see if it's green or red, if I'm going to get caught or not. I notice that it's green. And the next thing I notice is that you're up in front of me. I'm like, oh, there's Mercedes in front of me pulling at the same time. And as we're approaching that light, you hit your brakes. I'm like, she's hitting her brakes. And I see it. that was, maybe it was just my angle, but that looked pretty close. That truck that was coming down Buffalo, getting on the 215, that guy wasn't stopping for you. Oh, no. Yeah. There was plenty of room. Oh, okay. But yeah, my, my I was, I was just like... going fast. I was going so fast that I was like, I should probably slow down here going through the intersection because I always see cops at that intersection. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could I could see where you were for, from where you were that it looked like um, we were much closer than we were. But no, all was good there. Thank you for, for your concern. Oh, yeah. I just saw brakes. I saw the truck. I'm like, whoa. But it was obviously just my angle. Yeah. I, I mean, I was I was I didn't realize how fast I was going. The thing is, is I got my my car car back my car is out of the shop and i just uh i i i guess i was i had to push the gas more on my rental Mm -hmm. to go you know my my usual speed so i'm doing that same i just got so used to it that i was like wow my car's a lot more sensitive on the speed than uh than the other one (laughs) so i i looked down i'm like ooh, i'm going really fast through this intersection i should probably (laughs) slow down but yeah as a matter of fact yeah i did that truck um 
I, I think they, I think they, yeah, it wasn't even a concern, but yeah, it was going really, really fast. Uh, yeah, I just think cars now today, too. You don't, you don't realize how fast they are. You could be cruising along and, and kind of going with the flat flow of traffic to look down like, wait a second, I'm doing 80, which this isn't seeing them to 80. I feel yeah. like I'm doing 55 right now and or even 85 sometimes. It's just cars today are just kind of nuts. I was kind of, I think I was going like 60 through an intersection. I was like, ooh, this is probably <laughs> way too fast for me. A little Dukes of Hazard air over that bump into, uh, into the next lane. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was just super. Super happy I have my car back. I picked it up yesterday. They they fixed it. It's ready to go. If you missed it, I I wrecked it. I hit a curb and it just like destroyed my front tire. And so everything is good. I was so happy to be back in it. But I my husband's like, so I bet you're really happy to have your car back. I'm like, I'm super happy to have my car back. But I actually liked my rental. I liked it because um, we have we have my car, which is a sedan, and then our car, which is the our um, Highlander. We have we have, and my husband drives that most of the time. And I love driving it because it's like high up. I see things. It's a little bigger. My car is low to the ground, and and then they, in, for the rental, they put me in a in a, an SUV that was high up. And I was like, oh, I like sitting up top. This is like it's just nice to have that extra height when you drive was it a, a chevy traverse is that what it was i think I, it was with, with i noticed the tags was kansas tags yes i believe it was yes it was a nice little ride yeah i liked it um i like my highlander much better but yeah. i definitely <laughs> liked it so. it's something about sitting up too just the views a little bit different when you sit up sit up higher too it's a little bit different than when you download a sports car or sedan like that absolutely just, you see the world a little bit differently have they so they're the radio station right now is talking to our engineer they're in the process of changing out all the old computers in the building they have like a mandate they have to change out all the old computers and so they're going through, and, and they're now tackling the mixed studios. And they did one computer about two weeks ago, and it was just a game changer. The thing is so fast. It's the computer I play a lot of audio out of. And then I came in today this morning, and a bunch of stuff is undone, and I can tell they're doing work. And they replaced the main computer that we just accessed the internet with. And this thing I just logged on for the first time. I can, it's, it's already just blazing fast it took a little it, it took a while to get up and get running this thing boom up so brand new computer so they're tackling this studio i wonder if they'll get yours next i hope so because i was uh, that's funny you mentioned that i didn't know they were changing out the computers um and my my computer here in the middle is so slow it it there's no storage left on it and i was i sent him an email the other day asking hey can someone come in here and just delete stuff from here i'm afraid to delete anything i don't know what's important what people need to keep um th this thing is just not moving and i never heard anything back from them so maybe that's why maybe they're just like well we're going to replace that computer anyway so why bother yeah maybe they're working their way down the road and once there's one more computer i don't think they're going to change it out it's the main computer that has all the commercials all the music so i wonder if they're doing that one next so that's that one's pretty fast though but i'm assuming then maybe they'll go down to your studio cuz just a couple weeks ago one of the engineers in the back of his pickup truck he had like 10 just old computers and it was going to donate them so they're, they're making their way to the building which is a good thing that's yeah oh i'm uh, that makes me very happy because uh, this one is just a dinosaur i'm like please <laughs> load i'm literally waiting for it to load right now it's just so frustrating and so. it's always when you need something really fast yes. like, oh, i need to pull this up to as we're about to go on the air and say like, oh come on oh all right well at least the computers we need to run are running and that's what's important let's start the show time for the pre-show you pick up you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear here, Disarm by Smashing Pumpkins. Do you want to hear Carnival by Natalie Merchant? Have I been wise? Have I been wise to shut my eyes and play my 
want to hear Hold It Against Me by Britney Spears. Would you hold it against me? Cause you feel like and I need a vacation tonight. Those are your choices. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Were you satisfied with the finale of Dexter? No. Oh, it was one of the worst finales ever. Was it that was bad? It was terrible. It was terrible. So I'm very excited for it to uh, come back. I hope they can they can redeem themselves. It was really bad. It sounds like they're going to try because the entertainment president uh, at Showtime just said that Dexter is a jewel in the crown of Showtime and we did not do it justice in the end and that has always been a burr under my saddle. We've always wanted to see if there was a way to do it right and it took a long time to figure out what that was and a long time for Michael C. Howell, uh, Michael C. Hall, sorry, to be willing to revisit the role. So yeah, Dexter New Blood premieres November 7th, 10 episodes, and they say the possibility of a spinoff or continuation of the upcoming revival has not been ruled out as well. Uh, if they really want to, to help fix things, they should give it a finale like Six Feet Under. That to me, and as far as finales go, that is like top three finales of all time. If you ever saw, watch the show Six Feet Under, you know what I'm talking about. And Michael C. Hall was actually in that show too. That was the one of the best finales of a, a show that I have ever seen in my life. It was breathtaking. Breathtaking. It was breathtaking. I was just like, I watched that and my husband and I are sitting there and we're like, oh my gosh. And just tears coming down our face and like, holy cow. That is how you end a series. I loved that finale. Take note, Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, serious. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, take Did- note. Even Breaking Bad as well. I was disappointed with all three of those endings. Yeah, same. Did anybody else see that finale for Six Feet Under? I just, I could not believe myself. It was so good. A family in Warwickshire, England, they got a pleasant surprise over the, uh, over, actually happened a couple days ago, when Tom Cruise landed his helicopter in their backyard. The family, they actually got a call saying that an unnamed VIP was running late for a meeting and needed to land there because the nearby airport was temporarily shut down. Maybe that's something that happens if you live near an airport. I don't know. They were pretty shocked, though, when Tom Cruise stepped out of the helicopter. Allison Webb is is the owner of the home, and she says that he went straight for her kids and started talking to them and then offered them a ride. So the kids actually went up in the helicopter while Tom was at his meeting. She says it turned out to be an incredible day. It was surreal. I still not going to believe that this happened. That is pretty crazy. Is that that picture that was going around where people were like, was that really Tom Cruise or just a Tom Cruise imitator? I saw a picture that people said that Tom Cruise looked like Norm MacDonald. He's turning into Norm MacDonald. I saw that one over the weekend. Okay, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. LeVar Burton might, um, you know, he wasn't, well, he was the fan favorite to take over as the permanent host of Jeopardy. But according to TMZ, Sony Studios, they loved him as a guest host, but they didn't think he was the right fit for the daily syndicated quiz show. And here's the, the crazy thing. They never spoke to LeVar about getting the position. They never said, hey, you're not getting it, or what would you want to do with it? They never had a conversation with the guy. He came in, did his guest hosting stint, and that was it. Wow. Well, I wonder if it's like that for everyone. Apparently it was. Yeah. O- only uh, Mayim and, and Mike Richards were the only two people that Sony had conversations with about becoming 
the permanent host. And everyone else, they kind of came in, did their thing. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And then they went about their way. But here's some good news. LeVar Burton says that he has no hard feelings and that because of his, his time on Jeopardy, he has been offered a bunch of other projects. So if you like LeVar Burton, we'll probably see him on TV coming I, up. I love him. He, he was my he was my my guy, Reading Rainbow Man. <laughs> that was my show. He's that was my cool jam. Dude. The MTV VMAs are happening September 12th, and they just added more performers, including Shawn Mendes, Doja Cat, 21 Pilots. So they will join Lil Nas X, Lord, Machine Gun Kelly, Olivia Rodrigo. And then as far as the awards themselves, Justin Bieber leads the pack with six nominations. Uh, no, I'm sorry, seven nominations. And then Megan Thee Stallion, she's got six nominations. So tell me, out of these four, who has the most VMA wins out of these four? And your options are Madonna. Beyonce. R.E.M. Everybody Or Lady Gaga. The most out of those four. That's tough. Just because I think it's completely rando that you threw it in there, I'm going to say R.E.M. Like, I mean, like, why would you just like, hmm, I'll throw R.E.M. in here. (laughs) So I'm going to say R.E.M. The most VMA wins. R.E.M. has... (laughs) I had to swallow my teeth. R.E.M. has 12 wins total. But Beyonce has okay. 25 wins. Okay, I was like, why? I mean, you have Madonna, Beyonce, and Lady Gaga. Like, I can see them being there. And then R.E.M. Like, whoa, okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she's a queen. Come on. Yeah, now. and I think R.E.M.'s wins were, were late 80s, early 90s off their back-to-back albums. And after that, they kind of just, I mean, the band's not even together anymore. But yeah, Beyonce most wins at 25. And again, the VMAs this year are taking place on September 12th. And we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Here's the latest from Maroon 5. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1468. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock straight up, Wednesday, August 25th. Another smoky day out there. Smoke advisory in effect. Be careful. Try not to spend too much time. I do notice, though, when I leave in the morning, there's a lot of people that get up and exercise in the dark. I see I see runners. I know you were talking about that the other day. Just runners, walkers, woggers. I saw a wogger this morning. She was like walk jogging. It was <laughs> The it was hands like, moving whoa, fast. <laughs> yeah, it was. But her hips were shaking. I didn't know. Did you know that there was a... a competition in the olympics for that for walking speed walk is it speed walking yeah yeah didn't, that was cool didn't we have a competition here to see who the fastest speed walker was did at we? one point it was like um it didn't come down to me and jocelyn and i think jocelyn won i, I felt like we did a show competition about speed walking or maybe i got disqualified because someone said they felt like i was running and i wasn't actually walking mm, yeah mm. maybe you're a future olympian maybe if you're, <laughs> if you're that good so the yeah senior I, edition of uh, uh speed walkers here i come baby <laughs> it was uh it was a pretty it was an intense competition i will give them that i was like whoa <laughs> look at those guys go so how you doing this morning good good did you have a nice night last night yeah did you get your walk-in last night i got my walk-in last night it was actually beautiful we went kind of late it was actually kind of getting dark when we went because uh my daughter she goes to she goes to volleyball open gym there's a uh 
club in town that has open gym. So she goes to that. And so by the time we had dinner, picked her up and finally got out and went for the walk, it was starting to get dark, but it sure was nice. Just like starting to get a little cool out there, came back, finished up my work, showered and stuff. And then we watched, we got to the finale of White Lotus. So we finally finished that. We kind of ended late last night. So I was a little tired this morning, but um. Yeah, that was the show I was talking about yesterday. Where there's the one character that I just cannot stand, and uh, so yeah, watch that. Not don't want to give anything away. Um, got my got my car back yesterday. I was happy. It was in the shop being fixed. I got my shoes back that I talked about that I thought I accidentally gave away when I did my closet revamp. Mm-hmm. Um, the company uh that did the closet revamp. She called me yesterday and she's like, "Hey, do you want me to drop off your shoes?" Oh, I'm nice. like, "Yes, please." So she brought them. I'm like, "My baby." these and so now i got those back she uh she was gonna sell them she thought that i put it in my to sell pile and it, they did not belong there so i was really happy about that so it was a good day yesterday i uh I'm, i so i sell my wife's stuff on poshmark i've got a poshmark account going on and, and it's all the question stuff that that i sell and and i've I've developed a nice little following of uh, ladies, uh, equestrian riders, and they they like bought stuff. They're her size and everything, and I get notes from from certain ladies like, "Hey, are you putting anything up there anytime soon? Let me know or, or tag me." I don't know how to tag people on Poshmark, but I still sell stuff. And then it was over the weekend. I sold my final item. My wife every she'll give me some clothes to sell, and I sold my final item over the weekend. So I made my final sale on Poshmark. That's uh yeah. Everybody was telling me when I cleaned it out that I should just put stuff on there and. I don't think it, you guys understood. There was 12 bags of stuff. I, I would be on there for for three months trying to put everything up on there. And so I donated it to Safeness, but I did hold back some key items that were worth money. Um, and that was by her suggestion. She's like, you know, you could sell this stuff. She's like, I have a friend who, you know, does this. I'm going to have her evaluate price your, your stuff. She's like, you can actually make some good money on it. But it's funny. One of our coworkers at Channel 8, she messaged me. She saw I posted like the picture of all the bags on, on my Instagram story. And she's like, hey, I will buy some of your dresses mm-hmm. from you, your work dresses. I'm like, oh, I'm like, OK. And she's like you know these are the colors i like so i just started pulling some out and i was sending her pictures i'm like do you like this one she's like this one this one so i brought them to her yesterday and she's like sweet i'll try them on i'll let you know which ones work so i i guess maybe i will make a little side hustle on some of that stuff but now now that it's all clean i'm kind of looking at it and i'm like you know i could get rid of that I could get rid of that, too. So now I'm making a new pile because I like it so organized. I want to kind of take some of the clutter out. Yeah, once you get it organized, it is a great feeling. Oh. Whether it be your closet, drawers, medicine cabinet, once you get that organized, it's it's just a great feeling. <laughs> as long as you keep it clean, don't let it get cluttered up again in the, the month now. I'm like, oh, man, what happened here? Oh, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm keeping everything clean. I mean, literally, I get undressed at night. Usually, I'd like leave something on the floor. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, got to fold that, put that away. That goes into the hamper. This goes here. I'm like, oh, yes. And I just in there and look it's so nice <laughs> let's talk about today's show because for you we have some really cool prizes those tickets lady gaga her jasmine piano residency if you haven't heard it's back park theater tickets go on sale saturday morning but we have yours this morning at 8 25 when you win heads up and then alanis she'll be here october 2nd September's around the corner. Next thing you know, it's October 2nd. We have your tickets to go see Atlantis Morissette. Those are yours when you win the early edition of Heads Up in about 15 minutes. And then up next, we have What's Trending. What do you got for us? The official song of the summer has been named. Can you guess what it is? Also, the new show that's shattering viewer records. And be aware, your next lift ride could look 
like a snack. We'll explain coming up next and what's trending. Duncan Lawrence, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Alanis Morissette will be here in October. Your ticket's coming up right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Olivia Rodrigo is trending this morning. Her song, Good For You, has been named the song of the summer. This is it. I know there were a lot of songs that hit it big this summer, but this is the one that has been named by Spotify, at least. They made the announcement after the song earned more than 600 million streams globally between May 29th and August 22nd. Actually, three of her songs also rank in the top five in the U.S. We'll get to that in a second. But coming in at number two for Song of the Summer in the U.S. was Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and SZA. Number three, the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, Stay. Then Olivia, she got the number four and five spot also. Coming in at number four was Deja Vu. This girl's something else. I know. And number five was Traitor. Good for you was at number two in the Billboard charts pretty much the entire summer. Such a good song, all yeah. great songs. Just uh, yeah, these are all so good. I love that we play every single one of them on this radio station. So that's awesome. Also trending this morning is Charlie Watts. In case you missed it, the drummer for the Rolling Stones has died. The legendary musician had been with the Stones since their inception, and that was in 1963. A statement announcing the death read, it is with immense sadness that we announce the death of our beloved Charlie Watts. It said he was a cherished husband, father, and grandfather, and one of the greatest drummers of his generation. Tributes to the legend have come from all over the world, including from stars like Sir Paul McCartney, Sir Ringo Starr, Sir Elton John. As of right, Rolling Stones, they're still scheduled to go on tour and perform at Allegiant Stadium in November. Yeah, sad news to hear that yesterday. I, I like the Rolling Stones. My parents are huge Stones fans, so kind of grew up listening to the Stones. And then, so Charlie Watts, he had some kind of procedure before this tour. They announced the dates. He had some kind of procedure. They announced the dates and said, oh, Charlie Watts is not going to be drumming on the tour. It's not a big thing. He's just recovering from a surgery. And I wonder if that has something to do if it was, it, was a, it was a bigger surgery than they led us to believe because they made it sound like it was just, oh, he's fine. He's got to do some therapy and he'll be back. But Obviously, things not good for Charlie. It's just it was sad news hearing that yesterday. Yeah, very sad. I mean, and, and I hate you being that person that says, "Oh, he lived a good long life. He was eighty years old." But I, I can't imagine the things that he saw <laughs> in his life just being with the Rolling Stones. I, I I think he probably did live a great great life. Yeah, and he was married for a long time and loving. Yeah, like you said in the, the statement, loving father and Stones, and it just I mean, he never really got into any drama. He had a bit of a drug issue in the eighties, but he cleared that up. I think he had throat cancer in the two thousand beat that so certainly a life well lived and 80 years old as a drummer of one of the biggest bands in the world not a bad deal definitely not also trending this morning is nine perfect strangers the show has now edged out handmaid's tale to become hulu's most watched show who's watching it do you guys like it i've i've been watching it and 
I'm very intrigued by it. The show stars Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy. It's based on the book by author Leanne Moriarty. The show takes place at a boutique health and wellness resort that promises healing and transformation as nine people try to get on a uh, better path. Kidman plays Masha, who is the resort's director, whose methods have yet to be exposed. I have a feeling things are about to get a little crazy on it. The first three episodes are out with new shows every Wednesday. My wife, she read the book, and so she started watching the first episode. And if you read the book, there's there's some slight little changes that took her a second to get used to. But she's like you. She's all in on this show. And then that author that wrote, this, that wrote the book is the same author that wrote Big Little Lies. Yeah, you can just tell. It has that same vibe. Total vibe yeah, to it, yeah, definitely. Also trending this morning is Lyft and Wienermobile. So the next time you order a Lyft, you could be picked up by a hot dog on wheels. So that's because starting today and running through Friday, Lyft riders who request a pickup by a Lyft XL have a chance at being picked up by the 27-foot rolling hot dog. You'll also get music, free shirts, neon lights, hot dog masks, weenie whistles. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's only happening in select cities. But if you are traveling to L.A., New York, Chicago, or Atlanta in the next couple of days... Order a lift. You never know who's going to pick you up, and that is what's trending. We have a lot going on this morning, Wednesday mornings. We have two truths and a lie coming up in about 15 minutes. But right now, you do want to grab your phone and be Caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You get to play Heads Up for a cool prize. We have tickets to see Alanis Morissette. It's her world tour celebrating... 25 years of Jagged Little Pill. Can you believe that? No. It's happening at the T-Mobile Arena October 2nd. She'll be joined by special guest Garbage with Liz Fair. If you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. Get six answers in 60 seconds and you win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Manda, good morning. Good morning. You're Caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. You ready to do this? I am. I'm so excited. Oh, we're excited for you. You're going to win. I just know it. Pick a category. Do you want to go with corn, up in space, or what's the weather like? We'll do corn. Corn, it is. Okay, so buttered corn day was this past Monday. These are all foods with corn in it, okay? Okay, okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay. Manda, very simple. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and there's tickets to Atlantis, Morissette, or yours. Ladies, you start now. When you go to the movies, you eat this. Popcorn. Yes, during Halloween, this is a popular candy. Candy corn. Yes. This is at a barbecue. You might have this. Put some butter on it. Um, it's on the grill. Um, barbecue corn? Um, uh, it, 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 it's, it, when it's not taken off, it's all one piece. It's uh, corn on the cob? Yes. This is... Um, um, oh, okay. So, like, oh, you put this on your pancakes. Uh, there's different varieties. Maple. Uh, uh, pass. Okay, pass. Um, this is um, what you eat in the morning in a bowl. You put milk in it. Um, corn pops? Uh, yeah, which is a type of what? Cereal. Yes. This is uh, chips, and you might put this in a Mexican restaurant, dip it into this. Yep. Uh, what's, um, salsa? Yes, uh, yes, yes. This is, um, d- d- it's it's white stuff that you bake with. You uh, take a, a cup of what? Um, good corn. Oh. 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 
<laughs> it was flour. Uh, this i mean that was tough and then the one that we kind of got stuck on was syrup i mean i said maple but then uh, i was like why is that on there and i'm like oh corn syrup i, I didn't oh. i'm sorry amanda do not hang up please okay. hang on the line hang on the line we've got we've got a prize for you we're going to get you a consolation prize but that means caller 20 you will win right now tickets to see Alanis Morissette's world tour celebrating 25 years of Jagged Little Pill at the T-Mobile Arena on October 2nd. So make sure you call in to win. Ah, oh, just I hate it when you miss it just by one. It's I so th- frustrating. Why even, I, I, I didn't even think the corn syrup. I'm thinking why syrup on there? I was even turned around seeing. That's I knew the answer. That's why I was too. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. But, I, I get it. All right. Well, you ready to do this? Can you tell? Which one of us is a liar? It's time to play two truths and a lie. One of us will be lying to you. The other two are telling you a story that is absolutely true. Can you guess what's what? We'll do that after Jonas Brothers. It's Mix 94.1. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's me not having to think you up. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> the game is two truths and a lot. Well, so you've heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Okay, it is time for you to try to figure out how your people reading skills are. We are streaming live right now on Facebook, Mercedes in the Morning. If you want to try to get some visual cues as we play two truths and a lie. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is lying. We don't know yet who's doing what. We've got our stuff ready to go. So you guys got your papers? Yes, we do. Got okay, it. Okay. Opening it up. All right. Okay. Okay. Anybody, any volunteers for first or? Um, I, I don't think I'm going first in a while, so I'll go first. Okay. Let's see here. So I feel like on the show, were we talking about getting blackout drunk? At some point. Oh, of course, all the time. <laughs> That's like a daily topic. Right? Yeah, I felt like that come up. It came up recently in the past couple of weeks. So I was trying to think of the last time I, I got blackout drunk. And 
It happened in 1993, and it, it, I went to go visit a buddy of mine in college. He went to Elizabethtown University. This was in Pennsylvania. And so me and another buddy went up, and we, sat, we had a good time on Friday night. And then and Saturday night, we went out like really hard. And, and just I remember going out partying and trying different drinks. I don't recommend doing this. Um, and then I woke up the next day and just really hung over. And um, we got up. We went and had breakfast. And like the, the commissary, like the, the, the mess hall. What's the area called? We eat the eat, uh, food court. Food court. Thank you. <laughs> on campus. Lion. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, just make up the story as we go along. Um, and so we go and we have breakfast. And we do the road trip back. And we stop at a couple places to get coffee and everything. And I get back to my buddy's house and, and go inside his house to use the bathroom before going back to my parents' house. And I realized that when I was blackout drunk and had passed out, my buddies had drew a penis on my forehead with a Sharpie. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I walked around Elizabethtown University going to get breakfast, got in our car, stopped at Wawa, made all these trips and everything, all while having a penis drawn on my head with a Sharpie. Were you guys both drinking? Oh, everyone was drinking the night prior. And you're driving around going to Wawa? No, it was the morning after. Oh, okay. It was the morning after. Hmm. Thought I caught him there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 We we were the party was on campus. This was in 1993. It was a long time ago. But we were partying on campus, Elizabethtown University, and then uh, passed out in my buddy's dorm room and woke up the next morning. He's got up like, all right, let's go home and make our way to get some food and go home. And thankfully, I went to my buddy's bathroom beforehand, looked in the mirror, and saw the penis on my head. Wait, didn't you just say you were walking around with a pinata on your head? He, they, they drew it on my head when I passed out, so I woke up at Elizabethtown University, Yeah, walked around campus, okay. did all these things, got in the car, ride home a couple hours, stopped at Wawa, went and got food, did all these things, got back to my buddy's house, and went in the bathroom it. and saw it. But you said thankfully. It's like thankfully that, you, I mean, yeah. you went for like three oh, no, hours yeah, without yeah, yeah. No, doing I mean, it. I mean, imagine going home though, like yes. to see my parents and be like, oh, why is there a okay. penis on your I head? Like, like, I don't know. What thankfully about? nothing. You, you walked no, around no, no, in public, yeah. that's, that's supposedly. Awful. Yeah. But, yeah. I was with you, Mercedes, on that one, kind of confused. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to walk home, you know, I'm 19, 20 years old, walk into my parents' house and be like, why is there a penis on your forehead? What? So thankfully I saw it beforehand and had to, was able to scrub the thing, uh, mo- scrub most of the thing out. You're saying that the last time that you got blocked blacked out drunk was in 1993 like yeah like truly like blackout mm. drunk sorry jc i don't know if i believe you on that I one either. i felt like that was last weekend come on <laughs> maybe not blackout but i i mean i feel like i i knew you in the early 2000s and mm, i i have a feeling there may have been a time or two then of bla- getting blackout drunk yeah. i didn't get black I, maybe there's another time after that but like the one that like really i had to pay the price was in 93 and then having that penis on my forehead <laughs> and what kind of good, good friends too huh oh, i'm you know? sorry but did you so you were with your friends while walking around and they were just like <laughs> don't don't do this no one said anything too it was just like, let's get up let's go get some breakfast i'm like all right <laughs> oh my gosh. all right well okay is jc telling the truth or is he lying you be the judge that's number story number one um, I, I guess I'll go number two. I'm not going to go number Whoa. two, but I'll go second is what I meant to say. Okay. Uh, that was my, that was my truth. I'm really doing that right now. Um, so, Mercedes is in the bathroom right now. Um, but, and this is tough to confirm without doing it. And I can't, I'm not going to do that because then you would know whether I was lying or telling the truth, but I can actually name all 50 states in alphabetical order in less than 30 seconds. Oh. It is a talent of mine. Like I said, if I do it, you're going to know if I'm telling the truth or not. But you're just going to have to shut your my... eyes. So you're not looking at Google. Okay, no. And and start it. No, because then do, do it's the going to confirm. Five. Do the no. first five. Nope. nope you can't. Nope. See, if you can't do the first five, it's got to be a lie. You think so? Shut your eyes. My eyes are shut. 
Put your hands up in front of your eyes. Oh, uh, trust me, when we decipher whether or not I'm lying or not, if I am telling the truth, I think if I she's will telling the it. truth, she can give us the first three states. But then that might, I mean, that's going to deter you either way. So I'm just, you're going to have to take my word for it. Okay, so how about when did you learn this this technique? I learned it in uh, elementary school. I'd say I was fifth grade, maybe sixth grade. I can't remember exactly when. But um, I I learned this technique, and it was thanks to a song that we used to sing that probably a lot of you guys sang. And it's just over the years, it's stuck with me, and I kind of developed it. So instead of singing the song, I could just say them really fast. And uh, yeah, so I, I can still do it to this day. I just practiced it last night. I would to love sure. to hear the first three states with your eyes shut. Well, the first, the first state is Alabama. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. My eyes are shut. I'm not looking at anything. I'll tell you the first state is Alabama. What about the last state? Um, ah, just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I'm doing it in my head. <laughs> Wisconsin. 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 Not Wyoming? No. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Am I lying or am I telling the truth? Okay, so I've told you guys before I've been caught by a tidal wave and this was in when I was eight years old back in Mexico in Cabo when I was visiting with my mom, two of my friends. And ever since that traumatic experience getting caught by a tidal wave, I did not swim again for the next six years. Oh, my gosh. I know. So when I was 14, the, the thing that brought me back into finally like facing my fears again was a stupid reason. My boyfriend at, in high school at the time said, hey, you want to go swimming with me and my friends? You know, we can sh- start getting to know each other and stuff. And I was so scared to finally face my fears. I kind of lied. I'm like, oh, yeah, it'll be no big deal. I'll, I'll meet you Saturday with your friends and go swimming. And then I remember stepping into the pool for the first time trying to hide that I wasn't scared but at the same time I was like this is my moment to finally like heal from that traumatic experience so it finally took me six years that day I wasn't even that bad I was like oh okay this isn't this isn't nothing because it was a swimming pool compared to an ocean so it took me six years to finally get over that traumatic experience of getting caught by a tidal wave in the ocean in Mexico I don't remember you telling us a story about getting caught in tidal wave. Yeah, yeah, me either. Uh, we were talking about it when because uh, she's lying. No, <laughs> ah, come on. Yeah, I talked about it a few weeks ago when we were so- saying like the deciphering of what you heard during that um, those those cryptic messages. Yes, uh huh. Yes, I said, oh, I heard drowning in like middle of the ocean, and it was maybe because of that experience I had when I was eight years old getting mm. caught by a wave. Eight years old, huh? And yeah. I mean, you lived in San Diego, where I mean, the tidal wave capital of the world. Beaches, beaches are, <laughs> well, beaches are well. This happened in Mexico, though, oh, this right? Mexico? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought yes. you said it was in uh, on the East Coast. Uh, no, San Diego's not on the East Coast. I'm trying to get a pop of oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, well, it just seems odd that for six years living in San Diego, you never went in a pool or an ocean. None of the above. Love. Little All scary right. cat. Wow. Who do you guys think is telling the truth and who is lying? 702-364-9400. We got a JC and Mercedes are both lying. No, only one person can lie on yeah. this. That, two people are telling the truth here. It's just who's the liar? It's not two lies and a truth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's not two liars. There's only one liar right now. Which one is it? Um, let's see. We're getting some other texts here. I think uh, Mercedes is lying. Lying says Brad. 
What? You don't believe my my states thing? I if I'm telling the truth, you're going to be very shocked. I think Brad even just started doing it right when we started. He said, oh, Mercedes lying right <laughs> off the bat. Like, didn't even wait. Lavella says JC is lying on this one. Okay. Want to reveal truth teller number one? Yeah. All right. The first person that is telling the truth is... I got the Sharpie. It's me. You? Yeah. <laughs> 1993, Elizabethtown University. Oh. Blackout, drunk, and woke up with a penis drawn on my forehead. <laughs> Didn't even know it until I got home. That is the worst. <laughs> that is so embarrassing for you. I am so sorry. <laughs> so friends, huh? Oh. Hey, not let's check to see if he's okay. Not let's get him a glass of water. Not let's get him some aspirin. Hey, who's got a Sharpie? Draw a penis on his forehead. Did it come off very easily? Or? Yeah, at that point, it was it was actually kind of faded. I think I started to sweat it out on the ride home. Oh, so there were nasty. Still, there were still some you know markings on there, but you couldn't tell it was a penis when I walked in my parents' house. Uh, <laughs> all right. Truth teller number two. It's me. What? I can do that. I can do it. I'll do it for you now. Okay, okay. I shut, I shut. I shut. Hold on. Let me set up here. Okay. This is amazing. It's Wait, it's all 50 states in 30 seconds. In Less than 30 seconds. Alphabetical Less order. than, okay. okay. Okay, ready? Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Yeah! There it is, the Wyoming at the end. I was waiting for it. I had to throw you off somehow. I had to throw you off of my lie, which means stuff. <laughs> Stuff. So partially true, of course, I did get caught by that tidal wave in Mexico. But after that, my mom put me in swim lessons every single summer to get over that fear. Oh, man, yeah. that's traumatizing. I actually feel for you on that. That's really scary. Yeah, it was horrible. But I, I now I'm a pro that, swimmer. <laughs> I feel bad that we're questioning that. When I heard the story, I was like, oh, that sounds traumatizing. I don't know that she would make that up. And for the record, one of us is supposed to lie. We really come down to each other. Like, Why are you lying? Liar? Are you liar? You're the papers telling me to lie, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's, it's always so much fun doing that thing. That is. Because sometimes I, I forget that I'm telling the truth. I'm like, wait, is this a lie? Uh, what am I doing here? We're trying to think of stuff that we have, the stories we haven't told, or maybe you haven't picked up on a story that we told before. Because I'm sure you probably revealed that fact at some point. That's a cool thing that some, you can do. Someone said, just texted, Mercedes is telling the truth. She actually did that on the air one time. Same I remember like, that. No, you she didn't. I, <laughs> someone said 21.24 seconds. Impressive. Oh, Good job, Mercedes. Really? I did it that fast. Wow. wow. Oh, my gosh. Uh, someone said, what? Both JC and Mercedes are telling the truth. Their stories seem so spotty. <laughs> we call that acting. <laughs> Again, I was blackout drunk, so the details are still sketchy to this day. The Hot 3 is up next, and what do you have for us? Uh, okay, we're going to talk about the teacher shortage. It is all across the country, and it is here in Nevada. Details on that on the way. Also, the kid on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind album is suing the band and a hospital in Oregon has a little area that provides stress relief for both doctors and nurses. Is this something we should have here in town locally? We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Students have been returning to the classroom, but not every classroom is staffed with a teacher. The U.S. Department of Education says nearly all 50 states, including Nevada, are reporting a shortage of educators as the new school year has kicked off, the National Education Association is reporting that the pandemic has led roughly 30% of its members to leave the profession sooner than they planned. Different incentives are being considered throughout the country, including bonuses, service scholarships, and loan forgiveness. Teachers' aides are also in short supply. So teachers, how is it for you? Is Are you experiencing this shortage how big are your classes i was talking to a parent and she was telling me that in her kids class there's 60 kids in the class i was like wait is it one of those combined classes and she's like nope there's 60 kids in the class as a teacher how do you even keep track of 60 kids I, i like 30 seems and i know that our schools are completely overcrowded don't get me wrong but you know, my daughter was telling me in some of her classes, there's just a ton of kids. She's just like, yeah, it's 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 crazy how many kids are in the uh, classes. I don't know what the what the answers are. Teachers, maybe you you do know seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. But is there like a certain based on studies, the ideal amount of students one teacher should have is is it twenty? What's like the ideal number? And this woman, this kid has sixty. This poor teacher. Yeah. I, I, how do you, I, yeah, like I said, how you remember all the kids' names and everything about them? We have 60 kids. And just give them the one-on-one if they need it. Yeah. And, and I I would guess that it's got to be so stressful for, for the students, for the teachers, for the parents, for everyone involved. So that's really tough. And, and with the pandemic, I think, yeah, a lot of teachers are just like, okay, maybe this is just not going to work out but let us know teachers what are are you facing the shortage in your schools what's going on um how many kids are in your class what's it like before pandemic versus after pandemic i'm very curious because like i said i know there was already the the class sizes were already huge Mm -hmm. i know they were because my kid had huge classes but now are they bigger about the same smaller What's the the situation there? How are they cramming them in there too? Sixty desks, sixty. I mean, it just seems like a lot of kids in one room as well. Yeah, like the classrooms don't get any, physically get any bigger. So just now, the room itself, all these kids jammed in there with their desk and everything. It's nuts. We're uh, we're getting some texts here. This one says uh, it's tough. This one says I'm a sub and they have me in third grade class. I have thirty two kids. Also, my first year. Um, this says I sold my prep. Don't have a break. Covering two classes without teachers. Wow. So there's no teacher. So you have to cover those ones. Biggest is 48. And then in all caps, it says, I'm tired. Mm. Oh, my gosh. This one says they used to only have 20 kids to a class at my school. This is Michael. Michael, you're a third grade teacher. How are things going for you right now? Um, It's a little rough. I moved over to the Nevada Learning Academy, which is CCSD's only online school, mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. And when I retired in June, I was the only third grade teacher. Um, now we have 14 classes, and we're still getting so many new students that I went from the normal size of 24 to 80 students in my class online. 80? Oh, my. How d- Are you able to keep track of all 80? It's on the Google Meet, so I can see them on the screen, but it's tough. There's so many questions because they're so little and they're so young. They're super tech savvy, but they just have a million questions. So it takes a lot longer to get anything done. Wow. 
that is uh, yeah. what you do. You are a, you are truly an angel. What you and all the teachers do. Thank you for what you oh, do. You. Oh my gosh, that's got to be tough. Well, I just get all the kids dialed in and set up, ready to go. It's going to take you forever to get things going. Yeah, you got to stare at a screen with eighty kids looking back at you. Man. An- Anonymous is on. Hi, Anonymous. What's what do you think? Hi. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Last year with the hybrid, I had about twelve to maybe fifteen students per class. This year, I'm averaging about 40. I, I, I mean, that's just like night and day. That, that's got to affect your style of teaching, right? Because you could cater to a oh. smaller group, and now you, you've got this big, huge audience. Oh, absolutely. I teach art, and my junior high students, they don't even have enough table space to draw on a big piece of paper. Do you We're know? on, like, copy sheets. That's all we got. Do you know all the students by name with 40 kids? I imagine they're pretty hard to learn all their names and a little backstory about each student. Oh, absolutely not. And then throw in the masks and they're unrecognizable. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine just like seeing one out and about and they're like, oh, Miss So-and-so. And you're like, who are you? <laughs> I've never seen this face before. I'm in your art class. Oh, oh. Thank you, Anonymous, for what you do. It, just words can't express what you mean to these kids. Let's talk to Paul. Paul, good morning. What do you think? Morning. Well, it's just crazy to see this shortage because in the district itself, district-wide, we're short about 700 teachers, give or take. Wow. And what happened to them? Where are they? Uh, that's an excellent question. Just uh, the, the pandemic yeah. cleared them out. Uh, the lack of maybe the pay is too low in the district, getting better offers in other states. I'm not sure. Paul, uh, as, as far as like classes go, what is the biggest class size you've seen? Um, about 30, 30, 30 to 40. That's doable in my book. Like that, that's doable. Get this. We just got a text here. It says largest class is 96. No, 96 kids in a class. How do you get 96 kids in a classroom? It's probably built for 30 kids. It's right there itself. It's just, there's no room in there and there's no way you can give proper teaching to 96 uh, kids at one time. I just, uh, the lecture is what it is. Teachers, you, uh, you are the true heroes in all of this and what you do. And, and we just, wow, we can't thank you enough. Let's, uh, let's move on to, let's see, what do we have here? Oh, it seems like he waited long enough, but the, the kid on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind album, he's now suing the band. Do you remember the Nevermind album with the kid in the pool, the little, little boy swimming? He was naked, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was. Uh-huh. And that's he's that's part of the, the situation here. They're, he's suing the band for child sexual exploitation and, quote, distribution of private sexually explicit materials. Now, his name is Spencer Eldon. And just like the album, he's 30 now. He was only four months old when he was photographed on the cover with... Everything going on down there and his lawsuit, he notes that he couldn't legally consent to his image being used. And according to him, it's child pornography. He also says the band promised to cover his nether region and with a sticker, but they never did. He's suing the band. It's surviving members, Kurt Cobain's estate, the photographer and the record labels that released the album. He wants $150,000 from each plaintiff. Spencer actually has the word Nevermind tattooed across his chest. And in 2016, he recreated the photo for the album's 25th anniversary. But he was not naked in the recreation. That same year, though, he admitted he was not happy to be associated with it. And in the lawsuit, he says he suffered permanent physical psychological and financial harm from the photo. Yeah, it's kind of odd they have a naked baby on that cover. Nothing's covered, uh, nothing on the cover of the album. Nothing is covered up. Someone had to sign off on that. Would have been his parents, I guess, that signed off on, gave them the okay to do that? 
Yeah, yeah. I just, I wonder, and don't get me wrong, he's 30, so he's still very young, but uh, why he didn't do anything sooner? And maybe it just didn't kind of, excuse me, maybe it just didn't hit him until recently where he's like, you know what, this is just, this is too much, but it, it's interesting either way. I can't believe that. I remember seeing that cover for the first time. I was like, what the, why is there a naked yeah, baby, a naked on, baby there? on there? I heard an interview with him a couple of years ago and uh, I don't know if he's hard up for cash right now. And, and, um, and that's why he's going down this road. But there was an interview where he was talking about looking to make some money off of what he did back in the day. Mm. And he's like, Hey, if anyone wants me to sign, he does a, a PayPal thing. You send him a CD, he'll sign it and send it back to you. You pay him on PayPal and stuff like that. So Interesting. maybe you know, we'll see what happens. Finally, this morning, doctors and nurses across the country are becoming overworked again because unvaccinated Americans with the Delta variant are packing hospitals. I am losing my voice this morning. Hold Give it on a good a clear. Second. Give it a good clear. That's a wig of water too. Sorry. I had to drink something. Okay. Apologies. That's so annoying. Okay. So the doctors and nurses, they're just really stressed out right now. The ICU at Salem Hospital in Oregon is completely full. So they have set up a plate smashing booth at the hospital for stressed doctors and nurses to blow off a little steam. One nurse says that they just put on safety glasses and they start shattering dinner plates. She says that she ke- she keeps going back again and again. They actually have to tell her she's had enough turns because she's so stressed out. That's so sad, but a little stress relief there. So just an idea for our, our local hospitals, maybe set up a plate smashing room and just get out of that anger or stress or whatever you need to do to get you back on track. We're going to start a promotion for, for everyone and doctors, nurses, and the teachers. medical field and teachers <laughs> as well can go in there. Have you been to a smash room? They're actually, you feel the stress being released and you go to these smash rooms, they've got computers, fax machines, you can buy like a dining room smash room and you walk in and there's all this fine china or looks like fine china on a table and you pick your weapon, hammer, whatever and you go in there and you put safety gear on and goggles and you just start smashing away and it is so much fun to do it. I would be the one person that takes something to smash it and then it ricochets off a wall or something and comes back and cuts my eye open. That's why you wear the safety shield. They make you wear safety shield. Mine would cut through the safety shield and then still get me in the eye. It's just that's kind of my look, you know? We got some dirt coming up here in about 15 minutes. Britney Spears reveals some surprising facts about her time in Las Vegas. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.08, and if I said to you, oh, my God, they killed Kenny, what would you say? Yeah, you're talking about South Park. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And he got killed in every episode, right? Steph was talking about this. What was the question that you asked, Steph? It was like, if you could hear, uh, if you only heard one line without knowing the show name, what show would it be? So, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. What's that one quote that gives it away? That's yeah, that's the one. Like the sh- the quote that a show is famous for, essentially. So, is there what's without naming the show? What is the one quote that gives it away? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Like, I'm trying to think. Pivot, pivot. Is that a Seinfeld? No. Oh, oh. Pivot, no, pivot is friends. Friends. When they're moving yes. the sofa. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, then so, there's so many friends wins too. We were on a break. Yes, yes, Smelly Cat. <laughs> there's, there are tons oh, of friend ones. I got one, okay. Uh, um, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> out of the good quotes. Um, Imagine me opening the door really fast and going, I'm out. I don't know that one. 
Seinfeld. Uh, who says that? Kramer? They, they had a competition to see who lasts the longest without uh, playing solitaire, and they set up the bet, and literally Kramer left the, uh, Jerry's apartment, and like 10 seconds later, he came back and shouts, I'm out! Oh. And like, I, we just started! I don't know that one. I, you know what? There's, uh, But there's some other ones from Seinfeld, like, what is the, um, Manhans? Do you remember man hands? Oh, what was the man hands like? They, like? The, the, he was dating the girl, but she had man hands, so he couldn't like her because she had man hands. Man hands. <laughs> now I always look at people's hands and I'm like, man hands. Okay, I got one. Ready? Okay. <clears throat> did I do that? Oh, oh, did I do that? Uh, family Matters. Yeah. With Urkel. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about... Well, we kind of already went there, but how you doing? <laughs> we can't do all friends. I know. Ones. That's all I know. Uh, but there are other lines from shows that immediately you will know what show you're talking about. 702-364-9400. What is, what's another one of those? I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying to, uh, uh, Norm. <laughs> Oh, I know that one. Cheers. Yes. yes. Really? That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, I got one. You're uh-huh. going to love this one. You're going to love this uh-huh. one. The plane. The plane. <laughs> Fantasy Island. Yes. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Bonanza. <laughs> yeah. Yellowstone. No. It's an 80s show. Um. Oh, I'll give you another one from that show. Nash? Uh, no, no, no. I'll give you another show. <laughs> coo, coo, coo. Coo, coo, coo. Coo, coo, coo. Coo, 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 coo. I'm the walrus. <laughs> coo, coo, coo. I don't know. Dukes of Hazzard. The yeehaw was when I they jumped the car. I didn't watch that. But... And then the coo, coo, coo was uh, Roscoe Pico Train's laugh. One of the sheriff's laughs. Uh, okay, my brother is like is vicariously loving that. He's shouting out right yeah, now. He's loving that one. Okay, let's talk to... Um, Let's talk to Dallas. Dallas, good morning. Are you there? Dallas? Dallas. Okay, no Dallas. We'll put you on hold. Maybe we can get you back. Okay. Jana, what is it for you? The line without giving away the the title. What is the line? Show me the money. Oh, okay. We're going movies now. All right. Jerry Maguire, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That I mean, people, I still hear people saying that one. Oh, I've got one. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. It's not Friends, is it? No. Is it a TV uh, show? Yeah, I feel like that one is like really well known. I still hear people saying that. I know the line. Oh, that's what she said, but it was on a TV show. Yeah. Um, um... 90210, no. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's what she said. Oh, um, How I Met Your Mother? No. No. That's, anyone know that one? Let's see if Allison knows. Allison, that's what she said. The Office? Yes, it's oh, The Office. Yes. <laughs> okay, but you have you have a line. <laughs> We're not giving weighty prices. I'm sorry. <laughs> Allison, do you have a line? Friends don't lie. Friends don't lie. Breaking Bad. No. Um. It's recent. It's a recent show. Oh! 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 I know. Um. 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 Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes. 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 I totally forgot about that one. That's a good one, Allison. Friends don't lie. That is. Oh. This was, I'm, I cannot wait for that to come back. I know. They're saying was it. Um. 
November, January, at some point. I think they wrapped filming it, season four. This one comes from Getty. Whoa. That was, um, oh, whoa, was not Blossom. Was it Blossom? It was Blossom. Blossom. Whoa. Uh, what you talking about, Willis? Oh, different strokes. Yes. I'm just going down your texts, guys. Um, kiss, uh, how about this one? Kiss my grits. Oh, uh, the, the waitress show. Yes. Was I can't remember the name of it. Is that Mel's Diner. Mel's Diner, yep. Or no, wait, Alice. It's called Alice. Was it called Alice or Mel's Diner? Oh, they worked at Mel's Diner. I think the show was called Alice. Yeah. Okay, what about? It's not a tumor. That's um, Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. A. Fonzie, Happy Days. Bazinga. Big Bang Theory. Very good. Wow. You're these, buying these off. Well, they, because they're coming in on oh, the text lines. Okay. These are not mine. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Say by the bell? No. Steph, do you know that one? Have mercy. Uh, no. Full House. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Uncle oh, Jesse. Oh, we, yep. oh yeah. What, did he have like... To cut it cut out. out, and then also that was Uncle Joey, and then don't forget, don't forget Michelle. You got it, dude. <laughs> she always said that one. Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> oh, Simpsons. Yeah, yes, we go on forever. This is a lot of fun. Oh, you guys are coming up with some good ones. Wow, I'm your person. I'm your person. That was the show uh, Vampire Diaries. No, Grey's Anatomy. I'm your person. Who say, she says that? I'm sure Meredith Grace. Meredith is. and Christina. They're each other's person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Some of these are really hard. This hard. But keep sending them in. This is fun. Yeah, it I is. feel like we could go another hour on this. <laughs> I'm down for it. <laughs> we do have the dirt coming up here next. And, and Brittany revealed some surprising facts about her time in Las Vegas. It's coming up in about 10 minutes. It's your in bad habits on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Got a couple more lines from TV shows. I'll give you the line, Mercedes. You tell me the TV show. Okay. I'm so excited. Saved by the bell. Yeah. I'm so scared. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Get it Jesse. <laughs> Caffeine pills. Oh, my gosh. Come on, Jesse. I know, right? Connect the dots. La, 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 la. <laughs> Connect the dots. La, 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 la. Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Connect the dots. La, 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 la. Connect the dots. La, 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 la. <laughs> That's a good one. And then this one. Tear down that wall. Um, Real life. Yes. Of the Berlin Wall coming down? Yes. Who said that, though? Um, uh, Ronald Reagan. Yes. Yeah. Here's that drop. Oh, hold on a second. We gotta give you some Reagan. Hold on. Tear down this wall. Mr. Gorbachev. <laughs> Tear down this wall. Iconic. Iconic. And Gorbachev had that uh, birthmark on his on his head, right? Yes. I remember there was an SNL skit where they were doing it, and the birthmark kept growing and moving around. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> Britney Spears spent four years headlining here in Las Vegas with her own residency, but it doesn't sound like she got out to enjoy our town. So in a new Instagram post showing off a new white dress, Britney reveals that she practically never went out during her time here in Vegas. She said, I was thinking about when I did shows in Vegas. The four years I was there, I went out only two times. Unfortunately, I'm not lying. But that's not why I'm sharing this with you guys. It was the only time I wore a white costume. Oh, wow. What did you do? Did you do a spin class with her? Wasn't it a charity thing? Am I dreaming this whole thing up? 
Like in Summerlin, there was like a red carpet and you got to do a spin class with Britney? Yeah, you were like there. You I forgot stay, it? No, I didn't stay for the spin class. I left because I was in, in in the spin thing. But I remember going there with you. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, um, we did we did a spin class. She didn't stay for the whole class, though. She left halfway through it. She was sitting on a bike next to Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez was there, too? Yeah, he was in there. They were, they were right next to each other. I got a picture with me and Mario after spin. I was like, hi, can I take a picture with you? They're like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Speaking sexy. of Saved by the Bell. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was at SummerSlam. He was doing some backstage interviews, and people were giving him heat because he kept saying WWF instead oh, of come WWE. come on. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, one of the – Logan Paul, Eddie Paul, the Paul brothers, who were they? Jake and Logan. Yeah, one of them was at Monday Night Raw last night, and they booed him out of the building yeah, last night. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott's three-year-old daughter, Stormy, she's going through a school bus phase and Kylie said that all Stormy has been talking about is riding a big yellow bus. So what did Travis Scott do? He got his hands on an old school school bus and got it for his daughter. Aww. It's it's actually really cute, the pictures and videos and stuff. She's wearing a Space Jam t-shirt, baggy jeans, and walking around the bus. Is, is, is he, uh, she wearing his new shoes? Oh, what are his new ones? The new, what are they called? The fra- what are they called stuff? The Travis, oh. Travis Scott, the, everyone's trying to get them, the... What are they called? Oh, oh, I have the visual in my head with the the blue and blue, black, black ones. and white. Yeah, oh, I forgot. Are they the React, retros? No, the fragments. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fragments are huge. Like they have the lows and they have the 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 ones, and everyone is trying to get those. Can you put in a comparison for me? Because last week we had Asia Wilson and Chelsea Gray in studio, and the ladies are they're just two awesome ladies. And so we start talking about shoes, and Asia Wilson, Asia Asia Wilson. Uh, is Nike. She loves Nike. And then Chelsea was saying she's Adidas. I mean, is that a big rival like Yankees, Red Sox? Compare the two. Um, I, I feel like it's like Yankees, Marlins. <laughs> it's not even a thing. I'm oh, you're saying that because you're a Nike person. <laughs> I, I, I like Nike better. Um, so Yeezy is Adidas. So Yeezy, Yeezy used to be Nike, but now Yeezy is Adidas. So and that, that's Kanye some, West. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that just are diehard Yeezy fans. So then they're like three stripes. You got to love Adidas. Um, but you know, Nike has the Jordan brand, and and they, there's just so many offshoots. You've got. Obviously, you've got like the Jordans, you've got the Air Maxes, which have a following. You have the Dunks, which I believe, Steph, you're wearing a pair of Dunks today. I got my lows on. Yeah, yes, I do. Um, then you have like the Off-Whites and like there's just so many different varieties. I'm just more of a Nike fan. That's a whole world. And then, JC, you have your 15-year-old boots. I got my boots. We're in the brown one. I got brown and gray. <laughs> Two pairs of grays, one brown today. <laughs> These are the brown ones. Those are also called fragments, but because they're in fragments <laughs> together, put together on his feet. <laughs> my, my favorite pair, there's a hole in it and a zipper broke and I took it to the leather shop over the weekend and the guy repaired them. So I'm back in business, baby. Hey, man, they've lasted this long. That's something to be, I mean, you really got to give credit to that boot maker who's <laughs> been able to keep those in business for so long. I'm impressed. I really am. They're so beat up and torn up. I got buddies like, dude, cool boots. You bought them like that? I'm like, no, I, they just look that way because they're old. <laughs> That's hilarious. Lil Nas X is partnering with Taco Bell in a new position called Chief Impact Officer to promote his upcoming album, Montero. Now, this new role will combine food, music, and philanthropy. Lil Nas X will be a part of an, ex- um, an exclusive experience that will include menu innovations and working with the Taco Bell Foundation. I thought this was interesting, though. So Lil Nas X says, life has come full circle. 
I officially work at Taco Bell again. He worked at Taco Bell in Atlanta back in 2017 when he was 18 years old. So now, huge successful singer. This album's coming out. He's doing this big partnership with Taco Bell. So let's say you partner with the company you worked for when you were 18. Who are you partnering with? Um, When I was 18. Okay, so it wasn't my first job. When I was 18, I think... Um, was it Mervin's? <laughs> I think I was working at Mervin's. Big announcement. Mercedes Martinez had just partnered up with Mervin's. Are they still in business? No, they're not in business oh. anymore. Sorry, Mervin's. I, I, I can't help you out there. What about you? The Inn at Lambertville Station. And it's a 45-room hotel on the Delaware River, and it's still there. So that's who I would partner with. Steph, what about you? Uh, I started working at 19, and it was Chula Vista Middle School. Chula Vista Middle School and Steph. (laughs) Coming up next hour, Lady Gaga, her jazz and piano residency. It's back. Those tickets go on sale Saturday. We have yours next hour at 825. It's Mix 94.1. Have you ever dumped someone you're related to off of social media where you unfriended a family member? And what the reason that made you do that? 702-364-9400. I'm about ready to dump a family member. And I... I, I uh... Wait, are they listening? Do they listen? Um, I don't think so. They're not in the state. But you never know. People listen online all the, the time. Podcast, yeah. So I'm going to keep it vagueish because my husband did address this. But I will just say that it's his mom. Okay, I'm just going to say that one time, <laughs> just one time, and we're going to move on from that. Okay. And I really do care a lot about my mother-in-law. I love her. I do love her. We've had our ups and we've had our downs. We've had our disagreements, but. At the end of the day, she is the grandmother of my children, and she is an, a wonderful grandmother to them. Amazing. And I just love her for that. But she likes to post these very, like, vague things on social media, like the vague booking thing. And I've about had it because she posted something the other day. And now I'm not one of those people that thinks everything someone posts is directed towards me. Like, I know better than that. You know, I'm not I'm not like trying to be the center of anyone's universe. But she posted something the other day and I was like, what? And even my husband was he he was kind of shocked. So I'm scrolling and I see that she shared something that someone else posted. And it was this this meme, and I even screenshotted it because I was like, "What the heck?" This is on Facebook. Yes, of course. It's it's <laughs> it's my mother in law. It's on TikTok. <laughs> um, she shared this meme that said, "Any parent using children as a means to control or punish a grandparent is an unhealthy adult damaging their child." And I was like. Huh? Okay, again, trying to not say, like, that's directed towards me, but she literally, her only grandchildren are my children. That was my question. Does she have any other grandchildren? Mm, No. Read it again. Any parent using children as a means to control or punish a grandparent is an unhealthy adult damaging their child. I was like, so I, I said, did you see what your mom just shared? And he's like, yes. And he, he's more upset than I am. Uh-huh. And I'm like, do you think that's directed towards us? And he's like, if it is, 
that's ridiculous. When, when would we have done that? I'm like, we've never done that. Like I'm always trying to push like us getting together. So he writes on the comments, WTF. <laughs> and I go, and the phone will be ringing in three, two, one. And like literally three minutes later, it started ringing. I go, that's her. She's calling. She's calling. He's like, hello. And she's like, hi. And he's like, hello. It's like, how's it going? Just like a normal day. Didn't even address it. And he goes, hey, I d- um, it's kind of odd you're calling me right now because I just made a comment on your Facebook. But what was with that post? And she's like, oh, that wasn't directed towards you. I just have friends in that situation. It wasn't directed to you. It was directed to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> she says it was about her friends who are grandparents. Okay, maybe that, that's the case. She, it could she's be. probably friendly with the grandparents. She's a grandmother herself. Um, so she is saying that you're keeping your daughters from no, seeing her? No, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. She's saying her friends. Her friends. Uh-huh. But there's just a lot of that vague booking, and it's just like... I don't know. I, was, well, I go, that's it. I go, I'm going to dump her. He's like, you can't dump her. I'm like, I'm just, I'm done. Uh, and he's like, you can't just, she keeps saying she's an old lady. <laughs> I'm like, it's no excuse. I just, I, you know, I don't want to. And she, so I didn't, and I'm not, I'm not going to, he talked me off the ledge. I just, I guess I was like super emotional that day, but it's really frustrating. I'm like, I don't know what she's, if that's not towards me, then that's fine. And I totally get it. I, not everything's about, you know us but i don't know it just seemed weird and ill-timed it really did and that's something too i think if you're posting that you should maybe take in consideration too of okay who's gonna see this oh my son and daughter-in-law are gonna see this they've got kids and they're my grand you know she should think it through that i could see how you guys would react to it if, if, if it's not directed towards you it's, it's directed towards some friends of hers i think you got to think that it's going to affect you and matt because you're the one with her grandkids. Yeah, it just like it's it's speaking to you almost. It seemed very ill-timed, and we had just gotten back from visiting. And oh, you did just so. I was going to ask my next question: When's the last time you guys saw her? Yeah, we, I I made sure we went and saw her over the summer. Oh, okay. Like we went to, nice. and you know it was just it was weird. So, have you ever unfollowed? A family member or, or unfriended a family member. I didn't do it, but I was very tempted. My husband talked me off the ledge. And again, I just want to give people the benefit of the doubt that maybe it was a, one of her friends who's going through something. But I don't know. It's just it, it, sometimes it's frustrating. You know, is, oh, Matt's on the phone, by the way. Oh, is this my Matt? Uh, oh. Line two. Oh. Matt is. Yeah. OK. Uh, hello. Hey, guys. <laughs> line two's Matt. Hi. <laughs> Hey, I got to, in your defense, you always ask me, have you talked to your mom? You need to call your mom. You know, da 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 And that very same day, what did she tell me after she makes that call? I don't know Sophie's phone number. Yeah, she she's <laughs> like, she's like I, I would like to call Sophie, but I don't have her phone number. I'm like, you don't? Like, we've given it to, to you a million times. Like, I thought you've texted her, but it was very weird. I know, and I don't want this to be a bash session on your mom at all, because you know how much I love her. You know I really do. I know we've had our ups and downs. Oh, 100%. You, you have better conversations with, the, with her than I do when we went to dinner last. Me, I was about ready to smash that unfollow button. Oh, my God. <laughs> Him uh, and his mom. You cannot unfollow your own <laughs> <Yeah>. mother, Matt. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I can. No, we can't. I mean, like I said before, you, she's the I, grandmother to our daughters, and she is a fabulous grandmother to them. She really is. Yes, and... and we appreciate everything that she does, but oh my god! What, do, you, social media. do you have other examples of stuff she's posted before that seems kind of vague that you feel like is directed towards you guys? 
Oh my God, the list is long, and it's like a Stephen King novel. <laughs> Wait, did she post like anti-Yankee stuff too, or something? No, no. <laughs> oh my God, she said. Oh my God, she went after something about the Yankees once, and then sure enough, I made a comment, and the phone rang this second afterwards. <laughs> oh, she did. I don't remember that. I just know that a lot of times oh, she'll she'll make posts that just seem like it's about us, like. Every what did she say? Ever feel like you have haters sometimes, or something like that? Or what did she say? She likes to go fishing in a lake that has no fish. <laughs> What's the, you ever feel like your daughter-in-law doesn't like you? Very vague, <laughs> Grandma. That, that's just vague. my friend. My friend has a daughter-in-law, and that is not true. I Do you love... have a daughter-in-law that has her own radio show? Doesn't call you? <laughs> Very vague. Uh, uh, well, you know what? You should call her today and just check in and see how she's doing, babe. Oh, God. Man, it's your mom. <laughs> it's not like you're calling the IRS. It's your mother. They, they, I'll take the IRS. No, stop that Matt right now. Matt loves his mom. He you guys does. have a fun relationship. He does. They just, uh, they, they, they butt heads from time to time. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. See you, Matt. I see. I, like, I, I'm always pushing him. Like, you got to call her. You got to see what's going on. How's she doing? And we, when we did go out to dinner, when we saw her last, it was literally me and her talking the entire time. The other three, my two daughters and Matt, were sitting there in silence. I was like, can someone else speak here? Like, it's just me. Like, how have you been? How are you feeling? What did well, Did she make an effort with the girls? They're like, oh, okay, Sophie, here for college next year. Where are you going? Is there, is there an effort made from grandma to granddaughters? They, there is. There is. But, you know, sometimes it's just awkward. That generation gap can be awkward sometimes, you know? <laughs> it's like, so have you been to the library and checked out the stuff on the Dewey Decimal System? And they're like, what are you talking what? about, grandma? What does that mean? <laughs> it's just different worlds. You know, and I feel like I'm the bridge. <laughs> I'm the bridge world world. that brings them together. It's just, it's funny. I don't know. We're getting so many people texting saying that they do that. This one says, My entire family is blocked on Facebook. This says, Mercedes doesn't have to remove or snooze her so you don't have to see her posts. It's not healthy to see passive aggressive comments. And then this one says, This is from Didi. Yes, I've dumped my uncle and cousin on social media. Oh, because they made racist jokes with me being the butt of them. Well, that's oh. no good. Yeah, yeah that, that's a block. Th- that's a block. Uh-huh. That's definitely a block. Okay, we have next hour, there's tickets for you to Lady Gaga's Jazz and Piano Residency. That's coming up at 825. Win them before you can buy them tickets. What a show it's going to be. And then up next is the Hot 3. So what do you have for us? Well, we were just talking about the summer. What did you guys think of the summer of 2021? How did it rate, in your opinion? We're going to talk about that. Also, after working from home for so long, women say this has become something that's really, really important to them. And uh, so imagine that you decide, I'm going to sell this car. I don't use it. I'm going to get some money for it, but I'm going to take it out for one last spin before I do that. What's the worst that could happen? We'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. So, um, how was the summer for you? Think about it. This poll confused me a little bit because most people think that this summer was bad, but we want more of it. A new survey of Americans found 80% of us had a, quote, bummer summer. But 48% also wish there was a way to extend it for another two weeks. 
there's actually almost a month of summer left, by the way. I think it's just because the kids are back in school yeah. for the most part. But 27% of people said they'd rather have a root canal than relive this past summer. 37% said they would rather move in with their parents. And 9% would rather feel seasick for three months straight. I didn't think it was that bad. I actually had a really nice summer. But what about you? Yes, yeah, same here. I had a very enjoyable summer. Did a little vacation, had some time off, had some fun with work. You'd rather have a root canal than, than experience last summer. What was the one? It'd be seasick for three months than experience what you experienced last summer. I love this summer. This is compared to last summer. Oh, my gosh. It's 10 times better. So, so much better. I feel bad for those people that are in that situation. Are you in that spot where th- that's this past summer was that bad? Well, you never know what people are going through, so I could I could definitely see it. But yeah, I just uh, for us, it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, speak, I can only speak for myself. Same yeah. thing. I don't want a root canal. Here's the weird weirdest question they asked on this though: What did the summer of 2021 taste like? If you have like that synesthesia thing where you can like see a color when you hear someone's name, or you can taste something when someone says their name you'll relate to this, but if you had to give a taste to 2021, what did it taste like? Kimchi fried rice. Kimchi fried rice. Wow. Mm -hmm. We get sushi every Friday night and the place we go to other mama, they've got great kimchi fried rice. And it was beginning of the summer because I remember my wife saying, we can't have this every week, maybe every other week, maybe uh, once a month. And it would be our special treat. We've had it every single Friday. So when I think of this past summer, it's so good. That's my that's the taste I have the summer of 2021. Kimchi fried rice. For me, this the taste I think would be of um I don't remember the brand, but it's sunscreen. It's the it, it's like a coconut smelling one. It's in the the light yellow and brown bottle. Bummer, sun bum, sun bum, sun bum sunscreen. Bum. That's the one. I just feel like I had that everywhere I went. Uh, when we went to San Diego, slathered it on. We were in Disney, slathered it on. Went to Montana, slathered it on. It was just like, it's all about the smell of sun bum for me. Not banana boat? Isn't banana boat another uh, tanning lotion? It, a sunscreen banana boat? Um, yeah, it is. I, I just don't use that one. Sun you, bum's my choice. Sun bum's the go-to yes, product? That's the, bro- <laughs> that's the one. Also this morning, the pandemic has changed our daily habits in a lot of ways. Here's one more. A lot of women don't want to wear makeup anymore after working from home. And the effect might stick even as people get back into offices. They just did a, there's a big write-up that was done where a bunch of women said that they're never going back to full makeup after this. A survey last summer found 71% of women who normally wear makeup were using less of it, and beauty product sales were down 25% at that point. They, they've started to rebound since, but a lot of women say they just can't see themselves spending 30 minutes a day painting their face up anymore. Do you use less or more after the pandemic? I, I definitely use less. Like today I'm wearing makeup because I have a meeting after the show. So I was like, okay, I should probably put on some makeup. But um, for the most part, I, I do very light. And on the weekends, I I never put any makeup on in the weekends. I got to give my skin a break. That's my, my wife's very minimal when it comes to makeup just in general. I don't think she wears too much, if any, on certain days. She'll, she'll put some lipstick on now and again. But outside of that, she's pretty low-key on the makeup front. Yeah. And after this, it's like, why bother? Half mm-hmm. of my face is covered by a mask. Yeah. Anyway, so. I only do have uh, nose up when it comes to yeah. makeup. Finally, this morning, a man named Spencer Everett of Greenville, North Carolina, reached in an agreement to sell his 2020 Chevrolet Corvette Stingray recently. Now, he was supposed to hand over the keys yesterday. But on Monday afternoon, he decided he was going to take it out for one last hurrah, Uh, one last hurrah, and he gunned it. 
But guess what? He lost control and the car drove off the road into a ditch and then flipped onto its side. The car was a total wreck. Thankfully, Spencer was not hurt. It is safe to say the sale is off. And since these cars are sought after, he was probably in line to get a pile of cash. There's no word on what he was selling it for. But on top of everything else, Spencer was then charged with reckless driving. It's like the skiing thing or snowboarding. Hey, you want to do one more run before we wrap it up? Yeah, one more run. Tumble down the ski slopes. Breaks leg. Yeah, bad news. <laughs> this hour, 8 o'clock hour, 825. Your tickets, Lady Gaga's Jazz and Piano Residency at Park Theater, Park MGM. She's got nine shows in October. The tickets go on sale Saturday, but we have yours coming up at 825. Machine Gun Kelly kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free and, and up in less than five minutes. Those tickets for you to Lady Gaga, her jazz and piano show at Park Theater. We got your tickets coming up here. Winning before you can buy them tickets. I had a case of mistaken identity yesterday and I was the one doing the mistaking. It was ah, you ever been in that situation and how do you recover from it, too? This goes back to like a, a month ago or maybe two months ago. I'm at the gym, LBAC, and, and I see a girl working out and in, in my mind, I think it's the girl that I used to do radio with in Washington, D.C. We'll call her Sally. And I'm like, holy cow, it's Sally. Looks just like her. I mean, same mannerisms, uh, tattoos like her. It's just, in my mind, it's her. And we had a little bit of a falling out when, um, when I left D.C. And uh, she looks my way and quickly looks, looks a different direction. I'm like, it's her. Like, why? Like, she's not saying hi to me. Should I say hi to her? Are things that bad? This was... 15 some years ago, 16 years ago. And her ex-husband lives in town. So I'm thinking maybe she got back together with her ex-husband. That's why she's here in Las Vegas. But I, I didn't do anything. So I'm at the gym last night and I see Sally. And I'm like, that's her. I'm like, I have to say something to her. This is so awkward. She, same thing. She looks my direction, turns away. And I'm wearing a Mix 94.1 hat. I'm like, I just, I, I, I got to go up to her. And so I go walking up to her. And I'm like, I got to break the ice. This is crazy. And I go up to her. I get real close and I go, excuse me. And she looks up. She had a hat on. She looks up and that's where we make eye contact. And that's when I realized, oh, you're not Sally. It wasn't her. It was not Sally. But Mercedes, I, I thought it was her. Like my I, my chest started to tighten up. I got a little anxiety because I haven't spoken to this girl since 2004 maybe. And I'm going up to her. And then when she looks up, we make eye contact. And I realized that, it, that it's not her when I could truly see her face. And I said to her, I'm like, oh, I am so sorry. I thought you were someone else. She goes, oh. And I could have just left it at that and, and moved on, but I felt like I had to give the girl a backstory. I'm like, yeah, you look just like this girl that I used to work with in Washington, D.C. She's like, oh, okay. You can go now. <laughs> and I'm like, I, and like, just, you know, you got a doppelganger. And she goes, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm just going to step away and now. She's like, I, I don't care. Don't talk to me. That's like rule number one. Don't talk in the gym. Women hate that. But yeah, you were making an honest observation. It's not like you were hitting on her. Or anything. No, and I wasn't making a move on her or yeah. anything. But, and she had she had a hat down, pulled down really low. So I, I had to get it really close and kind of like, because I'm expecting it to be Sally. I'm expecting Sally to look up, us to make eye contact and be like, hey, have you been? But it's not even her. And it's just, she's staring at me like, who's this dude coming up to me? I'm not your coworker. It's just, and I had to get really close to tell if it was her too. It was just an awkward situation last night. Do you have a, a doppelganger, or someone you always get mistaken for, or maybe you actually thought someone else was, you know, someone that you knew, and then all of a sudden you find out that's not the case, and then how embarrassed are you? What happened to you? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Then people mistake you for um, like um, like a tour group mistook you for a celebrity and they were taking pictures of you somewhere? They didn't mistake me for anyone. I, they think they thought I was famous. I was doing a live shot for Channel 8 on um, Las Vegas Now, and we were at the FLM 
uh, factory, and I was doing a live shot there. It was the, they were turning on the the holiday lights for the cactus garden, so I w- the, it was still light outside. And a tour uh, tour bus came, and they were all um, tourists from Japan, and they all got off and they saw the TV camera. They saw me with the microphone, and they're like, "Oh!" And they all started taking pictures of me. And I was, and I even was saying jokingly, I'm like, I'm not famous. I'm not famous. And they all were just smiling and they were so sweet. And then one came up and and said, you know, can I take a picture? And I was like, I go, sure, I'm not famous, but they didn't care. They just all wanted. And then when one started taking a picture with me, then everyone else started forming a line. (laughs) And I'm like, looking at our camera guy, I'm like, they think I'm famous. I'm not. He's like, this is hilarious. I'm I'm rolling tape on this. And there's somewhere there's tape that exists of me just taking pictures with all these Japanese tourists, and they have no idea who I am. They see cameras. You are famous, but they see cameras and stuff. They think, oh, look at this. It's the lighting. This is that famous anchor here in Las Vegas. They had absolutely no clue. Let's talk to uh, Emma. Emma, did you have a case of mistaken identity? So my mom did. One time she was at a garage sale and they were about to leave and she thought another man was my dad. So she walked up behind him and smacked his butt and said, let's go. And he turned around and it wasn't him. Oh, he's like, all right, let's go. Like, I'm with you. Where do I go? <laughs> we, I think we've all been in that situation where you mistake your, you just kind of lose track of your spouse. I did that at a uh, music festival in Austin. My wife was standing in front of me and the music is, I remember his Gautier was playing. And I did, at one point, I kind of leaned forward and just like to sniff my wife's hair. It's my wife. And I'm like, this is not my wife. The crowd just kind of had adjusted. And my wife was like two people over. And it was some random girl. Oh, whoops. Thankfully, she didn't pick up on me sniffing her hair. It was very, very awkward. <laughs> Chuck, what happened to you? Chuck. I don't know what happened. You're on my car phone. I don't know what happened. Oh, well, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. So what? tell us what happened to you. What, what, did you get mistaken for someone? Yeah. I, I used to, my wife and I were in, in um, Florida at the Villages, and we went to a Mexican restaurant for lunch, and they had a stand-up of the Dos Equis guy, and I had people ask if I would take a picture <sighs> beside that stand-up. Do you look just like him? Yeah, I am. But I, I, I've had people tell me they look like Mike Ditka, too. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Wait, you get Mike Ditka, and then Dos Equis guy's the world's most interesting man, right? Or is that Corona? Yeah, well, the, the Dos Equis guy especially. I mean, that's pretty cool. I, uh, but I get that all the time, especially the Dos Equis guy. I don't normally call into radio shows, but when I do, I call into Mercedes <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> hey, uh, Chuck, send us a picture of you. We want to see yes. what you look like, because you get Mike Ditka... And then the world's most interesting man. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, Steph, you're saying that someone someone always refers to me as someone else? Yeah, I have a listener when I was doing radio in San Diego who still follows me on Instagram. And we post our so- show stuff all the time with our faces. And he says, you're so lucky you get to work with Kat Von D every day. I get that so much. People are like, has anyone ever told you you look like Kat Von D without the tattoos? And I'm like, I get that more often than you think. And it's like, I love her lip. Lipstick. I'm, I'm a fan, but yeah, that's so funny because I do get that quite a bit. And did you get Cicely? Is it Cicely Tyson or anything? Cicely Tyson. Cicely Tyson. I only Tyson. got that once. I was very, I was very excited about that one. I like that. Like, there's some great people to compare to. Just got a text here. Uh, not all women absolutely hate being approached in the gym. 
That's where I met my husband. So I take that back. And I, I wasn't saying that, like, that woman did. You were just trying to see if it was someone you knew. Yeah, that's what I went I right think up it's on when her. they're hitting on you that they don't necessarily. Yeah, and I wasn't it. asking. I didn't, like, hey, give me your number. It was just like, yeah. oh, I'm, as soon as we made eye contact, I realized, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I thought you were someone else. I was like, get out of here. Yeah, I'm trying to do my <laughs> triceps. <laughs> Time to win right now. So we want caller 20. Give us a call. 702-364-9400. Your caller 20, you get to play heads up for, for a pretty awesome prize. Yeah, it is absolutely incredible. The announce was this week. We have a pair of tickets to Lady Gaga's Jazz and Piano Residency. It's happening at the Park Theater at the Park MGM in October. So we have your tickets right now. They're winning before you can buy them tickets. Just pick a category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. That's called Stay and it's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the Morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Lola, your caller 20. You're going to get these tickets. I can feel it. Lady Gaga's Jazz and Piano Show over at the Park Theater at the Park MGM. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Woof Woof, Burger Buns, or Power Rangers? Oh, um, Burger Buns. Burger Buns. Okay, National Burger Day is tomorrow. So these are all foods that, things that come in a burger. Okay? Okay. Who do, okay. You, who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I'll go with you. Okay. All right, here we go, Lola. You got 60 seconds on the clock. It just gets six correct. You're going to get tickets to Lady Gaga's Jazz and Piano Residency. And you ladies, you start now. This is a breakfast meat. Sometimes you put a couple of slices of this on top of your burger. Bacon? Yes. This is um, this is a red, and they come in slices. It, uh, um, Tomato? Yes. This is, you might put American cheddar, uh, cold. Cheese. Yes. This is what a salad is made out of, uh, the green stuff. Lettuce. Yes. This is what holds the burger together. You got to get two. Buns. Yes. This is, um, they cry. You cry when the, you cut them. Onion. Yes! Nice. <laughs> that was so easy for you, Lola. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. We've been listening all week. Oh, you're all set. Your tickets to Lady Gaga's Jazz and Piano Residency at Park Theater, Park MGM. She's got nine shows in October. Tickets go on sale Saturday, and we've got tickets all week long. So another pair of tickets for you tomorrow morning at 825. It's Taylor Swift, Mix 94.1. That is the song of the summer, official song of the summer, according to uh, Spotify. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. And what's trending coming up next hour? It's 836 Mercedes in the morning. My mom just got back in town. She drove down to New Mexico with my aunt because it's green chili season. And if you are from New Mexico or I'd say even Colorado, you know that hatch chili season is this is something you drop everything for and you go and you get your green chili and they literally drive down there. They go, they get their bags of green chili. They bring it back. They roast it. It's like a whole thing. It's like, it's like a rite of passage in my family. When you get to accompany the family 
to the uh, to go get the green chili. It's very exciting. Now, when you make your chili, are you using these chilies? That's the, that's the chili I use. So my mom will go buy it for me. She'll roast it, and then she'll um, she'll put it in Ziploc baggies and freeze it, and mm. then she'll give it to me. And then that's how I make my my green chili, uh, you know, with with meat and stuff like that. But I was thinking about it last night when I was uh, checking in just to make sure she got home okay. And I was like, did you did you get the chili? She's like, yeah, oh yeah, I got lots of chili. I'm like, what kind? She's like, oh, I got a couple of hots. And then I, for you, I got the very hot. So I was like, really? Oh, I was so excited. But it, I just find myself, and I know that they sell it here. Like I've driven by Whole Foods when they are out there roasting it and stuff. And just the smell, it's like, oh, it's heaven. And it reminds me of my hometown. It reminds me of growing up. Is there is there a food that you miss from your hometown that it's just like that reminds you of home. Maybe it was a, a certain item at a restaurant. Maybe it was something that was just specific to your area that you haven't seen in other areas. What was it for you? 702-364-9400. There was always a green chili lady in our area that would roast and people would go and get it from her. Or then my mom, she started figuring out, like, I just roast this myself. So we buy the actual raw chilies and then she'd roast it. And that just reminds me of all the good green chili dishes that you would have this time of year. So good. I'm literally swallowing saliva right now because it sounds so good. What are you talking about? Oh, it sounds delicious. For me, and you can now get them here in in Las Vegas and also on the West Coast. When I first moved out here, you couldn't find them out here. They're an East Coast thing only. Northeast, Tasty Cakes. And if you don't know what they are, Tasty Cakes are, are like Little Debbie's uh, snack treats. They have all kinds of different varieties of stuff. Um, but to me, they were just – it was a Philly thing. They were moist, ah, rich. They had a, a butterscotch one was my favorite growing up, uh, growing up, the Tasty Cakes. And, and I had a certain way to eat these Tasty Cakes. I'd always like to have them in the fridge, eat them a little bit chilled. And then before you would eat them, if you were just open up the, the, the wrapper on the butterscotch cakes – and take the top off, they would pull the butterscotch icing off the cake. So the trick was to put it face down while still in the wrapper and rub it on a hard surface, and then you open it up, and that would make the, the icing stick to the actual cake itself. There was a trick to eating the butterscotch tasty cake. I Butterscotch is such an underrated flavor. I feel like butterscotch does not get the respect that it deserves. Anything that is butterscotch flavored, I'm like, oh. I get so excited. Like there's this one bakery in town and every once in a while they'll make butterscotch cookies. Mm. And I'm just like, why don't, why are these not a regular thing? It's always like a special butterscotch month. And I'm like, every month. Butterscotch is so good. I love butterscotch. They were great. And they had a jelly one too. And if you got the jelly tasty cake, you knew your parents were mad at you because the jelly ones were the worst. Oh, that's a bad one. The food that you miss from your hometown. Let's talk to Victoria. Hi, Victoria. What was it for you? Um, and down on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, it was all about crawfish season. D- now, so, d- d- I've never had have it before. Like huge, oh, well, they're kind of like spicy little lobsters, really. And um, every year we would have huge crawfish festivals all along the coast, anywhere where you were basically pulling it straight out of the water and throwing it into a big pot and you boil potatoes and corn and everybody freaks out and you just buy giant like five pound bags of crawfish and have crawfish boils for your family, for your friends. And I was one of the experts that would always be peeling everybody's crawfish because that's the hardest part. You got to work for it with those. That uh, th- I, they always look like they're having the best time when you uh, see people at a crawfish boil. Like that <laughs> looks like the funnest experience ever. And then like you suck the heads off of it, right? Is that how you eat them? 
A lot of people like to suck the heads, absolutely. I never did, personally. But I tell you what, everybody stinks to high heaven for like a full month <laughs> during crawfish season because you can't get that smell off of you, man. I'm telling you. Victoria, have you been to the crawfish place on Spring Mountain? Oh, yes. The hot and juicy oh, crawfish. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It's so good. They're they just... actually they fly in their crawfish from the Gulf Coast, where I'm from. So it's oh. actually legit good Gulf oh. Coast muddy water crawfish. We need Mercedes, to go. Yeah, and it, but I remember I, I went a couple times. The first time I went, Victoria, same thing. I remember my fingers just having that smell for like a week, but so good. That sounds amazing. Thank you for calling, Victoria. I love hearing about some of these regional things. Shelby, what is it for you? I went to college uh, in Tucson, Arizona, and I really miss this place called EG's. They have uh, sub sandwiches, but their main thing is called an EG, and it's basically an Italian, like, icy drink, and they're amazing. But they won't go anywhere outside of Arizona, which is really disappointing for me. (laughs) It's like, come on, don't make me go all the way down there just for my EG. I love that. Uh, Thanks for calling, Shelby. Some text coming in. Elephant ears is the food I miss from home. Are you talking about, like, orejas? Like, my dad used to love those, and you dip them. They were like fried dough, but they were, like, they they were, yeah. like, flattened, yeah. and he would dip them in his, uh, in his chili. Um, I wonder if that's what you're talking about. I love those, too. Those are so good. Uh, this one says, from the south, I miss crab cakes and oyster roasts. You pay five bucks and eat crab and oysters, and all you can drink beer. So much fun. Pork burgers, says Tracy. I'm from the Midwest and cannot find them out here. So good. And then this one says, I am from a small town in California, and the best pizza restaurant is called Me and Ed's. Me and Ed's. The closest thing here is Round Table. I need, still need pizza. Yeah. Oh, there's just so many good regional things. All these sound great. EG sounds really good, too. Everything sounds delicious. I wish we could uh, do a Try It Tuesday with all these regional <laughs> yeah. things. Like, they would send them to us so we could all try them. But then we can't get them. So. Yeah, and and EG is one of the other places. <laughs> Up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Well, if you are one of those procrastinators when it comes to doing your holiday shopping, you may want to start now. We'll tell you why the holiday season could be affected. Also, what are parents' biggest morning hurdles? hurdles when they're getting ready to to go to school and get ready for work in the morning and next time you're driving and you see a construction site take a big sniff it may start smelling kind of good we'll explain coming up next in the hot three calling all pop culture enthusiasts are you obsessed with all things celebrity do you live for the drama the laughs and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Maroon 5 Lost is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. You may want to get creative with holiday gifts this year. That's because the global supply chain shortage includes shipping containers. 
That's Those are the ones that bring the hottest toys to the uh-huh. U.S. from overseas. There's also a port terminal in China that's been closed. While Hasbro and other companies are working to get more product here before the holidays, be prepared for shipping delays and in-store shortages. Well, what's the hot toy this year? What are kids into? What's the one we got to get? Anything electronic, video games, <laughs> uh, any anything for the... What's the gaming thing called? I I don't even remember what they play. Is PlayStation still a big thing. PlayStation. Wait, five now. PlayStation five. Yeah. That. Well, the the new PlayStation is either coming out or just came out. No one can get their hands on it. But the what's the one that they hold? Steph, what's the one? The Switch. Thank you. The Steph. Game Boy. The Switch. No, no, no. Game Boy. Not that I know. <laughs> Come of. on, DC. Twenty twenty one here. <laughs> I, I, hey, give me a Game Boy. Those those retro games are a oh, lot yeah. of fun. Mm-hmm. What about your your nephews? What do they What are they into, Steph? Oh, oh, they they play their uh, virtual reality, like oh. the ones where you have the the thing covering their eyes, the and, VR mask thing. Yeah, I want to try those, but I feel like I'll fall. I know. I always <laughs> feel like I'm going to get the tightrope one, where it's like, whoa, <laughs> walking on a tightrope, you see nothing down there. I'm looking at the hot toys uh, according to this Good Housekeeping Hot Toys of 2021. The Laugh and Learn Puppies Mixtape. It's like an old school uh, Walkman we used to carry around. Oh, cute! It's a fun toy for a baby now. Oh, what is this whole thing? Mom and Dad used to listen to music on that. I know. <laughs> that back in their day. Back in our day. Um, also, this morning, this is, uh, speaking of kids, did you have a nice, relaxing morning today where you just kind of sipped on coffee, watched the news, listened to us? If so, your friends with kids absolutely can't stand you. 40% of parents say they've been late to work because their kids held them up. Here are the top things that people with kids struggle with every morning. Number one is just getting your kid out of bed. The average parent has to tell them to wake up twice before they actually get moving. Number two is getting yourself out of bed. Remembering everything your kids need before they leave the house. Uh, Making breakfast for everyone and packing their lunch. Those are the top things that uh, parents struggle with in the morning. Some of the other things include getting the kids dressed, finishing off any chores, getting your kids to brush their teeth, getting them to school on time, and finding time to shower. It's like in the TV shows when you see they come down and and mom and dad have made a full big breakfast spread with waffles and everything else, and the kid just grabs the waffle as he runs out the door to school. He he just grabs the piece of toast. It's like... there's waffles. Why wouldn't you eat that? Oh, sorry. Gotta run. Yeah. Takes a sip of orange juice. Boy. Yeah, gotta go, Ma. I, yeah, in my house, it's like, grab a granola bar. Bye. <laughs> it's time to go. And your kids make their own lunch, right? Yeah, they make yeah. their own lunch. Score. Yeah, I was I was actually, I saw um, one of the Lululemon bags, because that's what they use as their lunch boxes, in the refrigerator this morning as I was getting uh, my coconut milk out for my coffee. And I was like, I'm going to see what she made for her lunch today. So I opened it up and I was very impressed. There was an apple in there. There was a little uh, turkey wrap with a uh, with a low carb wrap. And then, well, then there was a little snack pack of Doritos. But uh, I mean, it was, I was like, well this balanced. Is, this is OK. Yeah. That's OK. There was no dessert like the, de- the the dessert was the pack of apples. I was very impressed. Can they still buy stuff at the at school? Do you have like a, yes. A and I'm sure they do that. <laughs> Just don't tell me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, Finally, this morning, I don't know if this is a real concern, but my first thought was, wow, a lot of bees are going to get hit by cars when this happens. A construction firm in Poland has invented flower-scented asphalt. 
And they're planning to start using it in new roads soon. So apparently this asphalt has essential oils mixed in that mask the smell of asphalt and they make it smell like flowers instead. The point is to provide a more comfortable working environment for road workers who have to stand around all day smelling asphalt. Well, we don't actually know how strong the smell is once it dries, so maybe maybe the finished roads aren't going to smell any different. But at the very least, you might be driving down the highway someday, get a whiff of something nice, and then all of a sudden you realize you're in a construction zone because they're laying down some flower-smelling asphalt. I do like the smell of, of fresh pavement, fresh asphalt for a little bit. I, I'm sure if you're dealing with that smelling all day long, it's going to give you a headache and drive you crazy, but a little dose, I don't mind it now and then. I actually like it, too. That's one of those smells, that, gasoline, mm-hmm. those those smells I really enjoy. I, I can't explain it. It's Skunk? tires. Oh yeah, tire shop. Auto zone. Mm-hmm. You walk into auto zone. That is my that is my heaven. I love the smell of auto zone so much. Lucky AutoZone employees right now. You just sniff that all day long. Yeah. Get in the zone. AutoZone. <laughs> that was the last one there? Yeah. Okay, so we have your tickets in the 9 o'clock hour. A lot going on in the 9 o'clock hour. Tickets for you, One Republic. They'll be at Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood. We've got your tickets at 940. And we also have that $150 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. That's at 930. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It's 8.57 uh, Wednesday morning. Last night, it was a late night for my oldest daughter. She was up so late. And finally, it's like 10.40. And I'm in bed with my eyes like, uh. And I see her come up the stairs. I'm like, Sophie. And she's like, good night. I'm like, this is too late. You cannot stay up this late. She's like, I know. I was just working on homework. And I was like, come here. So she comes into the bedroom and I, I have a, this heart to heart with her while I'm like half asleep. I'm like, Sophie, you can't, you, you, you need to get more sleep. You need to get more sleep. And she's like, I know, I know. And so we have a talk. She's kind of beating herself up for a couple of things she had, didn't get done. And I was like, you can't be so hard on yourself. She's like, I just, I, you know, she, she has these high expectations. So she leaves. My husband turns to me. He goes, I love that you give advice that you don't even take for yourself. I was like, what? He goes, you literally told her that she needs more sleep and you're up and it's almost 11 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock and you get up at 3.30 the next morning. <laughs> and then he goes, and you told her not to be so hard on herself and you're harder than yourself on yourself more than anyone that I know. And I was like, mm, okay, this is very true. Is there a piece of advice that you give often? But you don't follow it yourself. You get you love to give it to other people, but you you, you just don't follow it. What is it? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> almost like I don't want to say criticizing, but pointing things out to friends. Like I got a buddy that smokes. He's been trying to quit smoking, and we'll be out or somewhere, and he might have a cigarette. I'm like, dude. That you're trying to quit. Same time, I'm standing there holding a sugar-free Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know that's really bad for you. It's gulp, bad for gulp, you. Gulp. <laughs> mm, I'll see that my wife's eating something. I'm like, ah, that might hurt your stomach. And she looks at me. I'm like, mm, okay, okay. Again, uh, I'll just put my Red Bull down. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I do the same thing, too. Where I'll, I'll tell oh, yeah, like I'll tell you, like you shouldn't drink so much Red Bull. Drinks third cup of coffee. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's, that's a good one. Steph, do you give any, do you dispense advice that you don't follow yourself? I, I tell uh, James, you can't always use 
always, because do you always do it? Like, he'll say, oh, you always say this or you always say that. I'm like, it's not always. It's not 100% of the time. <laughs> and then he came back at me because we were talking about on the air uh, the, the things that men do and uh, that men always, uh, if they leave their hair in the sink. And I went on the air and I said, James always leaves his <laughs> hair on the sink. He's like, I heard the podcast. You said, I always leave my hair in the sink. It's not always babe That's is there true. hair in my sink right now <laughs> no then it's not always <laughs> yep yeah I, I got your back on that one james i've never noticed steph saying that before i've never noticed the always crutch oh the, well probably because she's trying to get him to stop but th- that's true i think i say always i think i'm always the no you're not always that <laughs> why do we do that <laughs> that is funny about the sleep thing too yeah ten, okay mom uh and you're getting up in four hours okay i'll go to bed i know she literally gets an hour and a half more sleep than i or no she gets two hours hours more sleep than I do. And uh, and yet I'm telling her, I'm like, oh, you, you need more sleep. Do you, do you <laughs> Here drop, I am, four hours. <laughs> do you drop do as I say, not as I do on her? Um, I, I have said that before. I've said that to Brooklyn more than anything. She'll she'll make a comment like she'll wear something and, and I'll say, hey, I think that's a little revealing. And she's like, well, that dress you were wearing was short, short the other day. I'm like, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Amanda, what is the advice that you dispense that you refuse to follow? I always give the advice of do what you have to do now so you can do what you want to do later. But I'm always jumping on to like what I want to do, the fun stuff. Get that <laughs> way, right? Yeah, you're like, okay, I, that, I'm, I'm not going to say that that works for everyone, but for me, I'm going to jump and do the fun things now. I, I don't blame you. Hey, you... You only live once. Get the fun stuff out of the way. Save uh, the other stuff. I always say, I haven't said it in a long time, uh, work hard and play hard. What if I don't want to play hard? What if I just want to relax and watch a, watch a TV show on the weekend? I'm not going to play hard. Do you ever decipher that? Like, if someone tells you, you know what? I work hard, but I play hard, too. I think, oh, you like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you think? Yeah, I don't want to play hard. What is the playing hard? Yeah, I mean, what is playing that? hard is partying, is it not? I get, yeah, I think so. Like, listen, I'm working hard this week. It's a busy week. This weekend, I don't want to play hard. I want to wake up when I wake up, have a cup of coffee, watch a couple TV shows. Maybe the hard part would be going to the gym, but that's the hardest thing I want to do this weekend. I'm not playing hard. I do work hard, uh, sleep hard. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> this hour, there's tickets for you to One Republic. We got them for you right around 940. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. In about 15 minutes, we have for you that $150 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. I mentioned this earlier in the week. I, I feel really bad for my niece. She's going in for surgery on Friday. She has a kidney stone, 1.7 centimeters. Uh, she sent a picture to my wife and I, and this thing looks huge. I never passed a kidney stone, never had one, but 1.7 centimeters seems pretty big to me. That's a, yeah, that does, that sounds big to me too. I'm really surprised though that it, it that, she, that she's so young, but I guess I mean it doesn't matter. You can get them at any time. I I did a body scan and found out I have one, but it's teeny tiny. It's tiny. Yeah, it's like they're like if you pass it, you probably won't even notice. That's how small it is. But when they did the scan, they're like, yeah, you do have a tiny you little. Can, kidney you can stone. see it, can you? Um, yeah, you can yeah. see it because they send you like a CD with the, like your scan and stuff. But then you get a full report and it tells you everything that they found. And mine was teeny tiny, but so she has to have surgery. Yeah, surgery on Friday and. 
And I think they were deciding if they use a laser to break it up, or I'm not sure. I sent my sister a text. I'm like, what exactly is the surgery? They talked about a laser that, that'll break it up to help it get out of there easier. But here's the thing. I mean, I, I feel really, really bad for my niece, but it's also like the ultimate, like, told you so moment for her because apparently she's been having some back pain over the past year. She'd feel a little back pain, kind of some stomach pain going on, and she would tell her doctors, and the do- one doctor kept saying, don't worry about it. It's just cramps. It's like, ah, no, I, I think it's more than that. Like, no, it's, it's it's just cramps because the pain would come and go. It turns out that pain that was coming and going was that kidney stone inside her. That's so that sucks when people like disregard your actual. I, and, and look, I w- being a doctor or a nurse has got to be really difficult to try to diagnose based on something like my back hurts. Well, that could be one of mm-hmm. several things, but you obviously try to go with you try to narrow it down. But when you know you're not feeling right. And someone kind of dismisses it. That's pretty frustrating. It's got to be very frustrating. And I, I wonder if she's going to go back to her doctor that said it's just cramps and be like, yeah, here's my cramp right here. This giant kidney stone that I told you about a year ago. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, I bet they'll be like, well, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> so is it out? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Have you ever had to tell someone I told you so or you, you knew the correct answer and no one believed you and then all of a sudden it came to light that yep yeah that was that was true and you you want to say i told you so but you don't you just kind of sit there like mm, hmm. <laughs> i feel like i'm doing that right now with with the new york yankees they are like on a tear oh, they yeah? are just they are winning i think they've won like 11 straight games no. and in in right before the all-star break i remember they lost a game and my husband's like that's it. The season's over. We suck. This is they're terrible. They can't win a game. I'm like, it's not even all star break. Why are you giving up on them? So he's like, they're terrible. Well, then they make some uh, changes. They get a couple of big bats on the squad, and now they're just they are killing it. Are they back in first place? No, they're not in first up, place. But they're they, they look like I, yeah. I don't want to jinx anything, but it looks like they can make the playoffs. And and so I said to him, they won again, and he's like, yeah, they're so good. And I go, what happened to they suck? The season's <laughs> over. He's like, well, fine, you can say I told you so. You were right. It's like there's people that leave, and, I, and I'm guilty of it too. Leaving sporting <laughs> events early, like ah, we got this one. Oh, they're not gonna come back. And it's like one of the greatest comebacks ever when your team comes back and wins. Yeah, exactly. That's. I, I I loved actually to kind of give him a hard time. I still do that. I'll do it until you know they're not playing anymore. <laughs> Remember when you said that? When they win the World Series this year. Remember that? Uh, See, you said it. I didn't. I, I'm very superstitious. I'm just like, as long as they keep playing, knock on wood, knock on wood. My brother for a hot minute was an Eagles fan, and he made a little sign that said, Cowboys suck, Eagles rule, and I held that piece of paper for years. I'm like, remember when you were an Eagles fan for that one weekend? I still had the piece of paper. Oh, my gosh. That's blackmail material right there. <laughs> yep. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, a $150 gift card, Blue Point Medical Spot. We got it for you in less than five minutes here. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Olivia Rodrigo is trending this morning. Her song, Good For You, it's been named the song of the summer. Spotify made the announcement after the song earned more than 600 million streams globally between May 29th and August 22nd, and three of her songs rank in the top five in the U.S. That is just one of them. We'll get to the other two in a second, but coming in at number two for the song of the summer in the United States was Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and SZA.
number three by the kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Stay. And then rounding out the top five, Olivia's back. At number four, we have Deja Vu. And then number five is Traitor. So there you go. Stack up to your list. I always like to see, like, what's the song we're going to remember from from that year, you know? And and looking back on years past... it's it's always it, it's very nostalgic. It's like oh yeah, that was the summer of whatever. Yeah, I think it'd be the summer of just Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, just so many songs, and that's all from one guy. Like one guy broke her heart, and she got all these songs. I, I, I apparently apparently Man. so. What about last year? What do you think was the song of the summer? Do you remember? Uh, officially, I don't know what it is, but I think of the weekend. Blinding lights. Blinding lights. Yeah, yeah I do. Th- I think of that, or I think of like um, rain, rain on me. Uh, oh yeah, it was it Gaga and Grande? And Grande, yeah. yeah um, that song just went away. Yeah, I, and then also uh, "Savage" by Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. I think of that one too. Those were the big ones for because I just think of what songs were huge on TikTok. But everyone was stuck at home, and, yeah, and, and and doing TikToks. Also trending this morning is Nine Perfect Strangers." The show has now edged out "Handmaid's Tale." to become Hulu's most watched show. The show stars Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy. It's based on the book by author Leanne Moriarty. The show takes place at a boutique health and wellness resort that promises healing and transformation as nine people try to get on a better path. Kid plays Masha, who is the resort's director and her methods have yet to be exposed, but I think it's going to be interesting. The first three episodes are out now with new shows every Wednesday, so I guess we have a new one today. And then finally, this morning, Lyft and Wienermobile are trending. The next time you order a Lyft, you could be picked up by a hot dog on wheels. The That's because starting today and running through Friday, Lyft riders who request a pickup by Lyft XL have a chance at being picked up by the 27-foot rolling hot dog. Now, you'll you'll also get a bunch of prizes. There's music, there's free shirts, neon lights, hot dog masks, all sorts of stuff. Unfortunately, it's only happening in four cities so far. Las Vegas is not on the list. But if you're traveling to L.A., New York, Chicago, or Atlanta in the next few days, Order yourself a Lyft XL. See if the Wienermobile shows up. It might be kind of cool if it does. And that is what's trending. Here we go. Get your phone. Uh, doing this contest a little bit differently this morning. It is a text contest right now. So the number you want to text to is 20357. It's the word facial you want to use. Because this is a really, really cool prize. Yeah. Facial to 20357. And one lucky person is going to win a $150 gift certificate to Blue Point Medical Spa. If you want to get your skin in order, your body in order, they've got so many fantastic treatments. Everything from all therapy, that like that tightens your skin it, with no surgery. It's amazing. Or maybe you just want to get a really cool facial, the frozen facial. They have a full menu of items. And right now you can win a $150 gift card by texting the word facial to 20357. Again, facial to 20357 to win a $150 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. 
Kyle King and Miranda Lambert drunk, and I don't want to go home on Mix 94.1. Good morning, Cash. Good morning. You are caller 20. Yay! Where are you listening this morning? Spring Valley. Spring Valley. Thank you so much for listening, and we are hooking it up. We have a pair of tickets for you to check out One Republic at the Zappos Theater inside Planet Hollywood. They're going to be here September 4th and 5th. That may sound a ways away, but September 4th and 5th is like... Just over a week away. Like, that's kind of crazy. Oh, like Labor Day weekend. It's, it's not this weekend. It's the following weekend. We have these tickets all week long. 940 for us. And then Heather will have them up for you guys next. Coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.